Welcome to Thrive in Business Together with Nikki and Ness. We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country, the Yuggera and Wurundjeri people of Brisbane and Melbourne respectively, where Nikki and I both work and live. So today uh, is a little bit of a different uh, episode. It's a solo episode and you'll just be hearing from me, Ness. Uh, Nikki is on leave this week and we're pre-recording. So um, this one's coming out in a few weeks time. But I just thought it'd be a fabulous opportunity for me to jump on my soapbox when it comes to particularly women and finances and everything to do with money in relation to us as business owners, but also our personal financial situation. And I want to start with the reason why this matters so much. Now, Mel Brown uh, is a fabulous mentor in this space, and you can head over to Instagram, follow her. She's More Money for Shoes. I've worked with Mel one-on-one, and I've also done her financial adulting plan. And I get these stats from her. So women over 55 years of age are at the greatest risk of homelessness in Australia. Also in Australia, there's over 400,000 women that are over 40 and at risk of homelessness. And as soon as a woman earns more than half a couple's income, they face a 20% increase in domestic violence. 16% of all women will experience financial abuse. Now, those stats terrify me, particularly as I'm heading towards that 55 year and really understanding the importance of setting up for the financial future. Um, You know, I'm divorced, I have a couple of kids that are now adults, but that retirement phase isn't that far away. And I just wished I had perhaps paid more attention to money earlier on, especially during the marriage and then you know, years ago when I got divorced around really understanding how to be, I guess, creating wealth in life as opposed to just living paycheck to paycheck when I was working. And I'm sure if you're running a business, then you will know the ups and downs of finances in business, especially in the startup phase. And even for established businesses, as time goes on, Various things will happen that are outside of our control that will impact on our ability to have more profit and therefore take more money out of the business. So what I really want to focus on today is breaking some cycles around the beliefs that we hold that are causing us to not be as wealthy as what we could be. And the one that I see a lot and hear a lot from the women that I talk to around this and that I've worked with is this BS story that I'm not good with finances. Now, often where that comes from is somewhere in a childhood, somebody has made a comment about it or, you know, someone's criticized you perhaps for having a credit card or buying a new thing, all of that kind of stuff. And so we believe this story that we're not good with money. And in some circumstances, we will abdicate the financial responsibility if we're in a relationship to our partner if we're running a business to our accountant or our bookkeeper. 
And it just perpetuates this story that you're not good with money. And I really want to challenge that because, yes, there are certain uh, ways that people manage their finances, for example, through spreadsheets or working with cloud-based software, that maybe that's not your thing, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're bad at finances. Because when you can understand the purpose behind why you are setting the goals that you're setting, why you want to achieve the financial targets that you want to achieve, whether that be in the business, uh, in your emergency fund, in relation to your investments, it's the understanding how that impacts you and where that lands for you in your life in general. And then when we understand the purpose behind it, it's much easier for us to be able to go in and create a system that works for us. Now, for those of you playing along at home where you have um, heard Nikki talk about the money coaching I did with her last year, as you will know through our podcast, for those regular listeners, we're quite different in our approach. So Nikki's the big picture thinker. She's, you know, really about connecting dots and creating dreams and visions. And I'm more pragmatic behind the scenes, the architect that makes the sort of back end stuff work. Um, and I'm really happy with spreadsheets and doing routine stuff. So financial situation or systems that work for me just don't work for Nick. And uh, we need to look at that. We need to find a way that gets rid of the story from the past and that you can engage in a regular connection to your money and your wealth in a way that really, really lights you up. And Nikki's been able to do that. So she's been able to find a system and a structure that helps her to reinforce the truth is that she actually is really good at managing money and she's good with finances. So I super encourage you to... Um, to have a look at that. You know, we do that through regular money dates and um, that's been a bit of a game changer for both of us. So we're constantly looking twice a month at our financials within the business and personally and keeping on top of where we're going, where we're going to be, what changes we might need to make. And this is just such an awesome, awesome, I think, <laughs> uh, date to go on with yourself. You can do it with your partner. It really stemmed from, for me, uh, reading Barefoot Investor. Um, what was his book? Um, I think, mm, can't remember now. But uh, Barefoot Investor, you just need to look him up. And he talked money dates. And when my kids were teenagers, I took them on money dates and, and really started to talk about, let's open up the discussion on money. Because when I was a kid, we just didn't talk about money. It just wasn't a topic on the on the dinner table. It was private. You never ask anyone how much they earn. Um, yeah, I'm not saying there was something wrong with that, but what I am saying is it meant that money became secretive and you didn't get to talk about it and therefore you didn't get to kind of work out how to improve the situation. So if that's you, I encourage you to start thinking differently about the stories you're telling yourself when it comes to whether you're good or not good with finances. The next myth or cycle that I want to break is the one that says one solid source of income is all you need. Now, I grew up with a dad in the Navy for decades. Uh, my mum had a lovely secure job as a legal secretary 
And my first job, like real job, I guess, when I grew up and had a family was working for the government. So one sturdy source of income that was encouraged and celebrated and, you know, it's safe, it's secure, it's a job for life, if you like. And that mentality of thinking the only way that I can make more money is to progress my career because I'm only set on this limit of money and I can't move beyond that unless I'm at a different level within, you know, the APS structure. So um, (laughs) it really starts to shift your thinking when you look at what are other ways that we can bring money into our lives. So it could be through your business and you start to think about, I'm sure you've heard, you know, you could be a product-based business, a service-based business. You can add different things in, different income streams within the business. But I'm talking bigger than that. I'm talking life in general. So one of the things that um, I, like I started getting really into money years ago, loving reading books and just going on courses and just doing everything I could to, to understand better how to build wealth. Are you stuck in the busy trap or on Juggle Street being all things to all people despite having a team? Or perhaps your business is feeling chaotic. Head over to businesstogether.com.au forward slash resources for a whole bunch of free goodies that help you get time freedom back, experience peak performance and leverage smart growth in your business. And if you're ready for us to help in a more hands-on way, email us at hello at businesstogether.com.au and let's chat. And one of the um, truths that I stumble upon is most millionaires, maybe even all, I'm going to go out on a limb and say all, have multiple sources of income, potentially seven or more. And so that really gets me thinking around, well, if one source of income is the work that I do through my business, what are the other six? And so I went on this sort of journey of discovering what they could be. And now I have a couple of different sources of income in business, but also investing in property and investing in shares and constantly challenging my thinking to where are my seven streams coming from? And maybe I'm not there yet, but I'm well on the way because I've started to look at things differently and shift the old beliefs and the patterns of thinking that were holding me back from being able to achieve the goals that I wanted to achieve. And that's been really enlightening and really, really challenging. So I had this belief um, that the best way for me to go was to sell my, uh, not sell, sorry, to pay my mortgage off. And then that would set me up for retirement. And I started working with Mel Brown and she totally challenged that thinking in our first coaching session. And that's where I started this journey around investing in property and realizing that the equity that I had in my home allowed me to purchase a property, rent it out and have the renter's um, income cover the mortgage payments. And now I'm building sort of this portfolio with one uh, property, but really thinking about I'm leveraging the money that I would have just put into a home loan that I can't draw from. I have a roof over my head still. You know, there's all these different ways of being able to open up the possibilities. And 
that was something that just, I'd never heard about it. Nobody in my family talked about it. Nobody I knew was investing in properties. Um, You heard all the doom and gloom in social media and through the news around all the horrible stories about how people can get really stuck and it's a big risk. And I think that's what holds a lot of people back. The third thing I want to talk about is this belief system or myth that you can just set and forget your income streams. So I don't think that is a really wise way of being able to build as much wealth as you possibly could in any part of our business, in any part of our lives. We want to go back and we want to reconnect to what is our purpose? What is the vision? What are we striving towards? And is that still relevant? Did what you expected and wanted out of life 5, 10, 20 years ago, is that really what you expect and want out of life right now? Circumstances change, uh, marriages, relationships come and go, children grow up, um, you know, all of the things that happen externally to us in our worlds that we can sometimes create ourselves or we are on the receiving end of and probably not prepared for, we really need to constantly be checking that our financial situation is matching the new goals that we're setting, the new stretches, the new challenges that we're going through. And is it working for this season in life? Because the goals I had when I had was a single mom or sharing care of my kids, but you know, managing my own finances independently are very different to when I was married and different again to now that the kids are grown up and and living their own lives separately. So always be um, focused on is what's right for me right now in life and looking at your revenue streams and your uh, the goals that you're setting based on the season. The fourth area I wanted to cover off was that you need a lot of money to start investing. And this is something that I guess I kind of heard about people investing in shares and it was 100,000. I think it was even Scott Pape, the barefoot investor, the, the 100 grand share portfolio where I started to understand that shares was another way of making some money, but I didn't have 100 grand to, to spend in there. So I started up a, um, like there's so many apps. Uh, I, I use an app where I put $100 away every two weeks and just buy one share at a time, two shares at a time, depending on what shares I'm buying. And that is building. That's building over time. It's, it's, it's going to, you know, that consistency in anything we do in business and life. If we are consistent and we take small steps and we grow and learn and, you know, can continue to stay focused on the goal, it's amazing how that compounds over time. So that was one little strategy that I think $100 every couple of weeks is affordable for me right now. But even if it wasn't, what could I drop it down to so I was still doing something? And like I said before, the equity in my own home meant that I could actually invest and buy a property, which kind of blew my mind because I never thought, like I didn't even lay out any money on the table. It was all done through you know, refinancing and, and looking at the equity that I had and the, the amount that I could actually spend on the investment property. So I trust that this is starting to expand your thinking beyond this belief system that could be holding you back from where you want to be. 
And if what you're noticing in your business is that you're not taking the profit or the income, don't get me started on that. (laughs) As business owners, we need to pay ourselves a wage, even if it is something that starts out small and builds up. It's that consistent um, process, I guess, that consistent method of saying, yes, we're covered. So if any of this is causing alarm bells for you in that perhaps you don't know where you are financially or um, you're not happy with where you're at financially, then I highly recommend you start looking for support in that area. I started out with courses and books and that really helped me along the way. And then I moved into having some money mentors and coaches and all of that kind of thing. So just start where you're ready to start. But I love this conversation. If you're um, wanting to talk more about this, then please do reach out. You can find me on LinkedIn and um, we're across on social media as well, the other platforms. So as we always, we wrap up with one action for you to take that will help break the cycles that you have that are holding you back from building wealth. And that one action I would love for you to schedule into your calendar, if not within the next couple of days and within the next week, is a money date. Now, if you have no idea what to do on a money date, then you can head across to our website, uh, which is all the W's, businesstogether.com.au backslash resources. And you can download a money date checklist that I created, which helps you understand as a business owner and you know, for your personal finances as well, what it is you would actually do on a money date. Uh, If you happen to have the Barefoot Investor um, book, I would highly recommend you have a look at his money date process as well, because that was uh, probably the starting point for me to creating one in the business. And I do it on the 1st and the 15th of every single month. And um, that's worked really, really well. So money dates. They are a game changer. Anyway, I trust that you've got some value from this solo episode. I love talking about finances, could bang on all day, but uh, I'm going to wrap it up here and we will be back together again in your ears on your favorite podcast listening device uh, in the next week. Catch you then. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's app. If you loved what you heard, find us on LinkedIn and let us know what you enjoyed. Also, don't forget to rate and review. And of course, share this episode with your biz besties. Ness and I are obsessed with helping you break through your business and life barriers to get you to your next frontier of growth. We bring two business minds and two perspectives into your business. As the magician, I help connect the dots, see the possibilities and the hidden potential. And as the architect, Ness turns those possibilities into practice, implementing plans and frameworks. Because let's face it, every vision needs a practical pathway to success. We offer business health checks, taking you from chaos to clarity in just 30 days. Are you curious to find out more? Send us an email or go old school and give us a call. All our details are in the show notes and on our website. Until next time, happy listening and here's to thriving in business and life.